How does your understanding of where you come from influence your relationship to God? Today on Daily Red, we hear part two of Stephen telling the story before the Jewish leaders in the Sanhedrin. If you haven't listened to yesterday's passage, it might be good to go back and start there. Remember, Stephen has been accused of saying that Jesus would destroy the temple and change the customs of Moses. Now, for Jews, this was no small thing. Their whole sense of meaning and identity was wrapped up in the teachings of Moses and the life of the temple. And when Stephen is challenged on it, he goes back to the very beginning to try to get them to see that Jesus is the place where this story has been headed all along. In today's section of that very long story, Stephen recounts a pretty familiar part of the narrative to us. It's the story of Joseph being sold into slavery, and the story of how God's people ended up in Egypt prior to the time of Moses and the Exodus. For Stephen, who is being given wisdom from the Holy Spirit, there's something significant to the leaders knowing where they come from when it comes to them understanding who Jesus is. Perhaps the same is true for us that there's something significant about us knowing where we come from when it comes to our understanding of who Jesus is. You can click the link in our show notes, open your Bibles, or listen along to Acts chapter 7, verses 9 through 19 from the New International Version. Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our ancestors could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our forefathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was, and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father, Jacob, and his whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, where he and our ancestors died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. As the time drew near, 
for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt had greatly increased. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our ancestors by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they would die. As you listen to the passage again, pay attention to the narrative. What happens? Who are the characters? And why might Stephen be bringing them up? Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt in all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our ancestors could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our forefathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was, and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father Jacob and his whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, where he and our ancestors died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. As the time drew near, for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt had greatly increased. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our ancestors by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they would die. This is the word of the Lord. What parts of this story sounded familiar? What images came to mind?
This part of the story that Stephen tells is significant because it's a reminder to any Jew during the time of the book of Acts of when they were first enslaved by a foreign people. And these leaders didn't have to look very far to be aware of the Roman occupation, a foreign people ruling over them. What do you imagine this group is feeling as they were reminded of this story? Often the only way to know where you are and where you're going is to know where you've come from. Are there stories in your life or in the life of your family that give shape and meaning to your relationship with Jesus? Are there stories of faithfulness or suffering that have marked your family or community's life with God? Bring those to the Lord in gratitude or in contemplation. Spirit of the living God, help us to discover your story and to find our place in it. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. It's been a lot of fun seeing how people are interacting with this podcast, and we would love to have your help in helping it grow. So one thing you can do is follow us on Instagram at dailyred underscore podcast, find a post that you like and share it on your story or on your feed. Another thing that you could do is just send an episode that's your favorite to a friend and see what they think about it. We'd love that. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Thanks to Serena Chapman for reading today's passage. I'm your host, Clayton. Thanks for listening. <laughs>